Hi, Justin. Uh, thanks for coming on the show tonight. Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks for having me on. Good. So, um, so Justin, you're, you, we brought you on because you have some experience. I mean, first of all, congratulations on your second year in the NFL. Uh, it, was, uh, it was one of those years that was up and down, very exciting for the Timmy Buccaneers. And you're and you had your best. You saved your best to last in the uh, next, the, the final, next to last game. You had five receptions for 43 yards and a touchdown against the uh, Houston Texans. So congratulations on a on a seven and nine year, which maybe isn't what the, what the Bucks were hoping for, but especially they got hot there at the end and had a nice four game win streak in the middle of the year. Yeah, thank you. I thought it was uh, you know a year of a lot of growth both for our team and for myself and. Uh, you know, we were able to put together a five-game winning streak down the stretch there, and obviously seven and nine isn't what we shot for at the beginning of the year. But I think uh, you know, starting next year, there's going to be a belief and a you know, just a know how to win that we learned from this year. Right. So the first week of the season, you guys lost to San Francisco, thirty-one um, seventeen. So give us some insight. I know it was a long time ago. It was September. It was warm. But what made – I mean, you got the first taste of what Sam – how, you know, this great San Francisco team, and they were the number one team. Tell me what makes San Francisco so special as this team and, and why they had this fantastic year so far. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, week one probably isn't, uh, you know, the best showing of any team, um, us or them. Um, you know, they, they definitely saw, um, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, I think that came uh, – and they made a lot of big plays against us. You know, their front seven's incredible. Uh, their pass rush is really good. Um, so that's something that jumped off the tape. And, you know, Richard Sherman's still playing at an extremely high level um, you know, even later in his career. Um, and I think Jim Bernoppel's done a great job of uh, growing and coming back from injury. And I thought that the game against us wasn't his best game, but down the stretch here, he's done a great job of leading these guys. Wow. I mean, that was – and then you also – play Tennessee. So there's four games, four teams left. So you play Tennessee in week eight, you lost 27, 23 and Derrick Henry only scored, only had 75 yards against you guys. But tell us about, you know, about the Tennessee defense and, and you saw this massive performance they had against the Ravens two days ago, but talk a little about what, what made Tennessee so special in terms of their defense. Yeah, I thought with them, uh, you know, I'm just impressed, uh, you know, one with their coaches. I thought they, they had a good, great game plan against us, and I thought um, they had an unbelievable game plan, um, you know, going against Lamar Jackson and, and the Ravens. And seeing what they did against the closing defenses all year uh, makes it even more impressive. And I think it's uh, the other impressive thing is that they're doing it as a team, you know. Uh, I don't think many people in America can point at one or two guys um, that are big stars or big names um, coming into the season. But, you know, guys are just stepping up and making plays um, when it's their time to. So I think that's what great teams do. Um, it's not, you know, that's why football is such a great team game. It's not one or two guys. It's 11 guys every play uh, doing their job. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. What what do you see about Kansas City? I know you didn't play Kansas City this year, but, but for Tennessee to stop, to really shut down the Patriots and shut down the Ravens, you're like, well, they're never going to be able to shut down Kansas City. But do you think it's a it's possible they can they can really hold Mahomes down to maybe like twenty some points and, and pull out of the, another uh, the third upset in in three weeks? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's uh, that's a bold prediction, especially seeing what uh, Kansas City did, uh, you know, this past Sunday. Um, you know, I think uh, I don't know. I'm excited. You know, it's it's a battle of a great defense and a uh, and a great offense. You know, I think. Uh, the one thing that might separate Kansas City and their speed 
I think their speed on the uh, on the outside is something that is hard to imitate in practice, and you uh, you really can't game for game plan uh, well for speed. And so I think uh, you know, just that might be the factor that separates Kansas City having that speed on the outside and um, having a quarterback that knows how to get those guys the ball. Yeah. So what's interesting is that so this year you 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 were part of this. Just a, a tremendous, awesome. And James, James went offense. James Winston led the league in passing yards. You had Chris Godwin and Mike Evans at wide receiver. Uh, talk about your offense a little bit in terms of what made it so explosive that you're able to put these just ridiculous numbers up almost on a weekly basis. Yeah, you know, I think uh, you know, I think it all starts uh, with our team and our offense. I think it starts in the receiver room. You know, I get to see Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Uh, you know, every day in practice, and uh, you know, those guys are two of the best in the world. You know, I, I can't. I, I they're they're my two best receivers in the right now, and I know I'm biased. Uh, I've seen what those guys do week in and week out, and uh, you know how much cover two we did, and how much double coverage those guys attract every single week, um, and to be able to consistently put up those numbers, um, it's hard to argue that there's two better receivers, especially on the same team, than uh, the two we got down in Tampa Bay. And uh, you know, Jameis, he's a he's a guy that believes in every one of our receivers. You know, whether it's Mike, Chris, you know, myself, Prashad Perryman. Obviously, Mike and Chris got uh, hurt towards the end of the year, and you know, Jameis is a great leader, and uh, you know, has the confidence to let the ball fly. And uh, you know, as a receiver, you love playing for a guy like that that always has the belief in you, always thinks that you're going to come down with the ball, and improves it by uh, you know letting the ball fly. Yeah, I mean, what makes – I mean, everyone's been on Winston's case because he throws the interception, but he still goes and throws with the yards and throws with the touchdowns. I mean, what's his makeup in terms of – I mean, he throws the interception and then just keeps going, just keeps trying, and it doesn't let it – doesn't seem like it phases him at all. He just He's just looking to score points. Yeah, you know, he's got uh, a great mindset to play the game of football. And it's, you know, whether it's a touchdown or if it's an incompletion or an interception – he's always on to the next play. And, um, you know, I think our offense and our team as a whole um, kind of followed that this year, whether we were up 14 or we were down 14, uh, we're going to keep playing. So, uh, you know, I think it's, he gets a lot of unfair media attention. You know, obviously uh, quarterbacks just have to to eat a lot of that. Um, But I think a lot of, a lot of the plays this year, um, you know, a couple of them were receivers maybe being in the wrong position or, uh, you know, pressure off the backside that forced him to, get off his spot. So obviously as a quarterback in the NFL, um, you know, a lot of the scrutiny gets put on you, but you know, football's a team game and, and a lot of those um, you know, weren't all on, on Jameis Winston. So the you played a ton of special teams this year and last year. Um, and the special teams is now in the in the forefront. Joe Judge was just was a special teams coach for New England. He's at a press conference. And he's getting attacked for just quote only being a special teams coach. And then you watch the Kansas City uh, uh, Houston game, and I think every single play that was made in the game was before you know the first uh, first half was a special teams play. And I'm like taking my notes of the game and I'm saying, look, special teams, special teams. Uh, talk about the special teams and, and, and just the importance that uh, Tampa Bay puts it on, puts on it, and, and what's your role in terms of what, what types of special teams are the punting and the kickoffs coverage and those things that you do? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, special teams is something that I've grown to love. It's something that uh, no one in the NFL, I think, uh, plays much special teams in college, you know, and everyone that's in the NFL was their star receiver, star corner, star linebacker, and 
um, you know, didn't didn't really play much special teams in college. So I think for everybody, you have to come in with a, a willingness to learn and you know just the you know just the willingness to put in the effort and the time into getting good at it. Um, but yeah, that's what special teams doesn't ever get talked about until it you know wins or loses a football game, and then you see how important it is. So I think uh, you know for us um, in Tampa Bay, it's something that we put a ton of pride on. Um, and it's, uh, you know, just, just not being talked about. We want to be, um, a special teams unit that runs, hits, um, is good in, in protection. And you know, at the end of the day, uh, we don't need the credit or anyone patting us on the back. It's one of those jobs that, uh, you know, you love when no one's talking about you because that means you're doing a good job. So it's kind of, uh, I think I kind of feel for offensive linemen in that respect now. Um, it's obviously a really important job. And, uh, you know, people are on your case if you let up a sack or people are on your case if you give up a block punt as a, as a unit. Um, so you just know you're doing a good job when no one's talking about you. Wow. So, I mean, it is, it is, that's, I just, it just came to that because they were attacking judges like, oh, you're just a special teams coach. And he's like, I'm responsible for, you know, everybody, Tom Brady could play special teams. Like he's going to be a holder on a kick. Like I'm responsible for every one of the guys. I have more, I have more interaction like with, with all more players than the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator does. So that's why it was just interesting to see how it came to the forefront. Um, Bruce Arians is uh, your coach's, eccentric to some extent, but has is one of the greatest minds. I, I'm a big, of course, big Steeler fan. You grew up in Pittsburgh, and you saw his work with Ben Rotzenberger. What's it like to to actually work with someone like Arians that has all this knowledge, all this experience, has been in the NFL forever, uh, on, but you get to actually be coached by him on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, it's uh, it's truly an honor, and I, I really view it as a privilege and uh, you know, my development in the last year has uh, been sped up a lot because of him. And, uh, you know, I think initially coming in, um, you know, it's for new head coaches, you have to earn your players' trust and respect a lot of times. But when, you know, a name like Bruce Arians comes down to Tampa Bay, um, he had everybody's trust and respect before he even stepped in the building. Um, so right away, everyone was bought in. Uh, we know that he knows how to win. He's won in the past. Um, and offensively, he's an incredible mind. You know, I think uh, he put us in great positions all year uh, to make plays, especially at, at the receiver position. And, um, you know, it's, it's just one of those guys that when he talks, you shut up and listen. And, uh, you know, that's there's no better, bigger compliment I think you can pay a coach than when, you know, he's up there on the, on the front of the stage, everyone's looking at his eyes and it's quiet because they know um, he has something important to say and it's going to help us win. So we're talking to Justin. We're on this is Iron Sports on 95.9106.9. We're talking to uh, Tampa Bay tight end Justin Watson, who's just completed his second year. So now you're going to go in your third year next year. What are you doing this summer? This, I mean, we're not summer, but technically, but this winter into fall. What are you going to? What are you doing to get ready for next year to, to take it to even a, a, the next level in terms of, of of staying in the NFL? Yeah. So uh, right now we're, we're, we're two weeks removed. Um, so the first two weeks are kind of your rest and relaxation. And then uh, this week um, is, is kind of when we start back uh, with the training pretty hard. Um, but for me, I think, uh, you know, my biggest thing is uh, just continuing to work on my speed and, and uh, quickness in and out of my breaks. Um, you know, that's something that uh, is, you know, the main job of receivers in this league is creating space and creating throwing windows for your quarterback and, um, obviously catching the ball is something that uh, comes with the job and something that uh, you also spend a lot of time on. But 
know, at this level, it's uh, finding small things to get really good at. So, uh, you know, last year I was, I would have said, told you the same thing 12 months ago. And you know, I made a, a lot of improvement in the last 12 months. Um, but you know, now there's a whole new set of receivers coming in the draft. There's a whole new set of receivers becoming free agents and, and looking for those second contracts. So, uh, you just have to continue to push yourself um, to get even better and, and prove why are these new uh, class of 30 receivers are about to come in, um, you know, why you're still better than them and they deserve a spot on the NFL roster. So for me, it's a, you know, it's a speed game. I talked about the Chiefs and the speed they have and, and how, uh, how important that is uh, for receivers to go create space. And for me, that's going to be my focus this offseason. Well, I mean, you got the team has got to be excited. I mean, for next year, I mean, you got Godwin and Evans, who potentially, as you just said, might be the two best wide receivers in football on the same team. And uh, it, it looks like Winston, you know, is, is going to come back, and you, and you have a lot of good young players. That you've got to be excited to be in Tampa Bay uh, next year to, to sort of take that take that next leap to be in the playoffs. Yeah, I think we're hungry. Um, you know, even more than excited. Uh, I think. Uh, by the time we kind of figured it out this year and started learning how to win and, and started uh, playing well and playing complimentary football on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, it was kind of too late. And, uh, you know, the losses that we took in, in September, um, we couldn't overcome late in the season, even with a, uh, a long win streak. Um, so it was tough. We were riding like a three-game win streak, and then that's when we got eliminated from the playoffs. Um, so I think this year there's a hunger to – you know, win and, and be a good team from week one next year. Um, and so I think, uh, you know, that's going to fuel us this offseason. More than excitement or, or a hope to win is just that hunger, knowing that uh, and we should have won a lot more football games this, last, this past season, and we're not going to let any get away next season. Well, we're here in West Palm Beach, and I'll tell you that you might think this is dolphin country, but I know a lot of Tampa Bay fans and, and of course, people <laughs> on both sides of the state. So a lot of people are rooting for you, and I, I wish you the best of luck next year and good luck in, in training in this off season and everything, and enjoy the, the games next weekend. And uh, do you have any predictions on the, on the game tonight of the New Orleans for the, uh, the Clemson-LSU game? Any, any predictions on, on this game? You know, uh that's a tough one. I've, I've always been a fan of, uh, of Dabo and what he's done at Clemson. Um, and it's a, truly a battle of two great programs, but I think, uh, you know, the storybook ending for LSU is, is going to come true um, tonight. You know, it just seems like it's been their year. They have a great quarterback leading them and, and for it to all come home uh, in New Orleans, is going to be really special for all those guys. So I know it's going to be a phenomenal game. It's two great programs, but it just seems like it's LSU's year and, uh, you know, the stars are lining for them to win tonight. Well, Justin, thanks so much for coming on to Iron Sports. I really appreciate it. And, again, best of luck for, uh, for next year. Yeah, thanks, Ira. It was uh, great being with you.